We have amazing, amazing guests here today. Before I go to the Choshva, Choshva in-house Shoichet, a very, very dear friend of mine, Shui Davis from Chicago, the reason why I'm, I'm mentioning his name first, he was from the original five Talmidim of mine in Chicago all the way back when I did eight, the first cycle. And he stuck it out with me till this very day. It's amazing. Wow, wow, wow. Shui Davis. And we have Rebbe Avram Baisa. Rebbe Avram, come here because people see your pictures all the time. Every time the sugi has a picture of Chelev, of a long, and this. Uh-oh. Wow. That I did. Yishkoyach Gadol. Wow, wow, wow. Our in-house shoichet, Rebbe Avram Baisa. A tremendous time with Chachem. Yes, Yishkoyach. This is a gift for you. A deer skin. Wow, wow, wow. What's inside? Tfilin bag. Ishkoyach, look at this. Don't listen, don't listen. We're not going to repeat. We're not going to repeat. Here, put this on the side or something. Ishkoyach Godel. Who else do we have here? What's your name, Rabbi? Shmuel Mordechai Horowitz from? Toronto. Who's next to you, Shui? Remind me. Huh? Am I sure? Okay. From Chicago. Toronto. What do I know? Canadians. Rebellion Blau. Shalom what's your name? Oh, Yoel Goldberg, the famous video guy from. No, no, no. Shkoyach. Shkoyach from Boca Raton. I got your email. So that you're coming. Shkoyach. Who else? There's more guests than uh, regulars here. What's your name? Amir Goldstein from Los Angeles. Los Angeles in the house. What's your name? Hi, David Schlesinger. Partly from Memphis, Tennessee, and partly from Gilad Wales. Memphis, Tennessee. David? You said Schlesinger. Schlesinger. Unbelievable. Okay, I thought yesterday was our first Memphis guy. Oh, right across from you. Here we go. What's your name again? Remind me. Norman Itkowitz. Itkowitz. Norman Itkowitz. Norman Itkowitz. Okay. Enough with the guests. If you're a new guest, I'm sorry. We got to go weiter. <laughs> Listen to this, Rabbi Say. Unbelievable. Hint, there are a lot of hints here. I'm a follower of the MDY cult, Simpsachim. And before that, I never made a seum on a Masechta. You brought more Torah and Simchan to my life, and I'm forever grateful to you, Baruch Hashem. Uh, to you. Baruch Hashem, I had a baby boy last Thursday, and the bris will be this Thursday in Givat Zev. I would like to honor you with being the Sandik at the bris if you're available. I will be there tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem. I spoke to him. Yishkoyah Gadol means a lot to me. This will be like the first time I'm holding a ba- I did one time, it's on the coast. But the guy was 20 years old. 
Seriously. Avi was there. Dr. Factor was with me. This will be the first time a baby, the whole thing. This one is for you, Gary, and then we're going to go into this year. Jo- Jody Port. I'm writing you, you know, Jody Port. I'm writing you from South Africa, where I just returned from a trip to Israel. One of the highlights of the trip was last month's Shabbos, where I was able to attend this year and personally meet you. It was so exciting to see the base measures in flesh and looking around the room, noticing faces you have, that I've seen on screen for over six months was simply wonderful. He didn't see Nachman Seltzer because he wasn't here. He didn't see Mendy Oyerbach because he wasn't here. And he didn't see Noam Fix because he wasn't here. I owe a lot of Akarsa Toif to yourself, Matzi Shabbos. I owe a lot of Akarsa Toif to yourself and the Shir for many hours of learning we have done together. I would like to sponsor something for the Shir to show my appreciation. Gary Ben Moshe is a family friend going back many years. I noticed that he sits on a simple plastic table and Shir while he's attending to the technical needs of the Shir. I'd love to sponsor a comfortable table and Shir for him to use each morning. Wow, Gary. Please let me know if there's something you'd like to have sponsored or perhaps you have something else in mind. Yeah, I was thinking you should sponsor my table and my chair. <laughs> no, no, no. It's... Give it to Gary. Give Valdi. I look forward to hearing from you. Best regards from South Africa. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful. There's so much. Oh, we have a couple of videos. Let's go to the video screen. If you're able to play some of the videos, we'll try. Here we go. You guys know who this is? Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, it's Shlomi Gertner here, and I have this chust to learn the dap of Eli Stefanski. I'm so excited to be singing at the London MDY Seum on March 8th. Please join this beautiful Torah event. I can't wait to see you. It's Gishmak to learn the dap. Ah, Ah, you schmack to do the daf. Happy to announce we're doing musical entertainment for the MDY Chabura in Manchester, in Steenkor, the 9th of March. See you there with you and your family and the kids. It's open for everyone. Yes, Lechaim will see you there. It's going to be finalized. Ah, you schmack to do the daf. Thank you. Me, myself, I'm a Talmud from Eli Stefanski for the couple of months already. Thank you to Darabha. See you soon. You guys in Toronto, he tells me, Ravari Blau tells me in Toronto, they're expecting 200 people at this coming Seum. Don't let me down. If it's 175, I'll be very disappointed. Seum in Cleveland, Rabbi Isai. Uh, details. Okay. We have a beautiful daf here. We have a bunch of, this is the first time I went on location and filmed some video for this year. So don't shut off the video now. Sponsors, where are they? So while I'm looking for it, wow, Yosef, the sharpness. By the way, when Yosef speaks in the back, he raises the volume. Since he, he edits the video, so he pumps up his volume, so you hear him extra special. And he has also, he goes with sound, the whole thing, it's unbelievable. You know, let me, I know, let me just read it off here. But I will t- say this, last night I had the big schuss of being on Behind the Bima with Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg and Rabbi Brody. And Rabbi Brody asked me two questions the entire, it was over an hour. His mouth was like this. I'm like, what's going on? Are you always this quiet? He says, no. And all of a sudden, in the middle of our interview, all of a sudden I hear, good morning. He's lo- clicking around on the internet, trying to sign up. How do you sign up? Bezer Hashem, he's going to be competition with Nachi Gordon to be signing up quickly. Okay, where's the sponsorship here? Let's see. Okay, we'll do it later. We got to learn something today, no? Behind the Bima. Behind the Bima. It's, uh, it's a beautiful program. Uh, here we go. I think. Oh, there's so much stuff here. 
All right, the Parnas Achoydesh, Mr. Anonymous Lili Nishmas Chai Bas Yosem. Sechtis Chagig is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families, Refor Shlema for Miriam Esa Bas Dvoira, Bekarev. And Parnas Achoydesh is a schus for Refor Shlomo, Ben Lifsha and Rivka Bas Gila, that they should be Zoycha Tazerish Kayama Bekarev. Parnas Achoydesh, surely Rosenfeld, in memory of my dear friend Yudo Ogenbaum, by the Lach and Lebovic families, Lakewood. As a schus for our families, Jonathan Davidov, in memory of Bukhar Davidov, Ben Panir, may the Neshama have an Aliyah. By Nisim, Lilui Nishmat Eliezer Ben Sara Shimonov, and for Rav Eli, for all that you do, Yishar Koyach. Here we go. So, let's make a little Seder here. I don't want to, I didn't have time to show the parrot learning the daf with us. The other stuff, let me, okay. Ooh, baby boys here, David Dimbert, next time. We had a whole list when we started. A list goes like this. First, you have chulin. Chulin is regular fruit that grows on a tree. Any fruit that you don't touch and you don't say what it is, it's chulin. Then goes maizer sheni. Maizer sheni is the 10% that you take off your produce. You could eat it yourself in your shalayim and it has a little bit more gdusha. Then we have truma. That's the 2% you give to the kayan. That has even more gdusha. Kaidish is a carbon and a chatos means the water of the paraduma has the most gdusha, most susceptible to tuma. Kachim is more susceptible to gdusha than truma, but less than khatas and vice versa. So it goes in order. This Mishnah, Branu Perik, sponsored by Fischl, Rufur Shlema for Brian Abbas, is going to describe to us the differences between the fourth kdusha in the list, Kaidesh, and truma. So, and the mission is going to go ahead and list 11 things that are different between the two. The first six, the Gemara is going to tell us, are in one category because not only does it apply to somebody that's actually eating a carbon that's kachim, but also to somebody that pretends that what he's eating is kachim. So you could take a banana off the tree. I redid that chart yesterday. Because when I went to Kailal and I showed them this chart, they didn't like it so much. Because he said, look, you're buying it from the store, you don't know who the owner is unless he kept it big dusha the whole time, there's no tuma. So okay, I went like this, I did something like this, just to confuse everybody. We know kachim cannot grow on a tree. The only way you can get to kachim is if you shecht an animal. If something grows on a tree, what is it? Automatically it is, the lowest of the low, it's chulin. Just regular chulin. You can't have a kachim tree. There's no such thing. But if the guy took a banana off a tree, he could create it and make it kachim in his mind. That's oichel chulin al taras He takes chulin off a tree, and he's gonna he's gonna treat it as he's eating a carbon, the meat of a carbon. He's gonna treat it with the fullest chumras, meaning that even if a shlishi touches it. It becomes tummy. Because chulin stops at a sheni. If a shlishi, if a sheni touches a banana, it's not tummy at all. Because sheni is too weak to make chulin tummy. If a shlishi touches a banana, it's certainly not tummy. But if you treat the banana on the highest degree of, not the highest, almost the highest degree of, of kedusha, like, like, like kachim, so even a shlishi will make it tummy and it'll make it what? One step le- less than a shlishi, it'll make it a revi. Okay, and it stops there. So that's Oichel Tuma Chulin Al Taras 
Chaimer b'kodesh mevitruma, shemad bilim kalim b'toich kalim l'truma. I hope it's still here. Yesterday, as the shir was over, by your blau from Toronto, show me the merch they have in Toronto. If you look closely, it's etched. It's a nice glass. So is this one right over here. It's etched. It came perfect. I was, exce- I, was, I was a little upset that we didn't finish the Mishnah yesterday, but it's fine because of this. If you take this Kli and you put it in here, and you put these two in the mikvah, so when it's Kodesh, if you're treating it like Kachim, if I say my Kalim are like Kachim, then it's not a good tefillah. And we're going to see because it's a problem of Chatzitza. It's not a Dairais, a problem of Chatzitza, because the water does get between the two, but Midra it's a problem of Chatzitza. But if I treat this as truma, on the level of truma, then it's a fine tefillah, it works just fine. Next. Shemad bilim, kalim, betoich kalim, shkoy for the cups. And the stender. And all the merch. Shemad bilim, kalim, by the way, if anybody makes merch, zechiyuv of meiser, I take one. Every, you make a knife with an engraving, I get one. This is thing. you have the merch and I don't. I have a collection and it comes here. Shemad bilim kelim betoyach kelim letruma. Aveloi lekoidesh. But this doesn't apply to kachim. You cannot betoyvel one clean inside another clean. Achirayim betoyach. Ubeis atzvita. Oh. So our good friend Akiva Salkowitz going to another. This hint, hint, hint. Remember this gift he gave me? This happens to be the only kli I was able to find this morning that has a charayim according to the pshat that we're learning with. Toich obviously is over here. A charayim is over here. It's a whole other vessel. All my all my bechers and everything were flat. I couldn't even find one glass. This had so we're saying a chiddush here that if somebody was metama this area, he, he has a yad that's a sheni midrabbanam and he touches over here. So this will become tame, but not this whole thing. This whole kli is not tame. Typically, if something, if the kli becomes tame a little bit, the whole thing becomes tame. We're talking about dirabananir, and that only applies to the each part of the vessel individually. You have the taich, you have the chorayim, and you have a beisat tzvita. You got to be careful with this. Let's put it over here. Beisat tzvita is we're going to see in the gemara, but let's say it's something like this. It's Within the vessel itself, it has a room to put your hand in. Some people put dips here, let's say. I, I serve the meat here and I put a dip here, hummus, whatever you want in here. Use it for handles. Use it. It's like another vessel, a side vessel. So if I touch the hummus compartment, I'm not metama the rest when it comes to truma, but if this is on the high, a higher level of Kodesh, that's more Chamor. This is still the, the beginning of the list, the first six in the list, that these have a connection to the Eraisa. Because with the Eraisa, I could be Metam of the Kli, and we're now talking about a Durabaran. So it's in its list by itself. We'll explain it a little bit more later. Hanoises ha Midros, Noises ha Truma. If I hold my, I don't want to hold my shoe right now in my hand, but if I hold a shoe, that a Zav stepped on. The Zav was Metama the shoe. What is that called? A medris. I could hold in my other hand a barrel, a closed barrel of Truma 
and it doesn't transfer through my body into the, into the barrel of truma, it's closed. But not so with kachim. Kachim is more chomer. We're discussing what the chomers of kachim over truma. But not kachim. Big day, oichle truma. Amazing. I'm wearing this jacket. Being careful with my begadim on the darga of truma. This is 100% tamay. If, I, if I'm not careful for kachim. So in regard to kachim, this is tamay. I am completely careful for truma. No. I'm not careful enough. Whatever the svar is. It's different levels of watching and I didn't watch it to the utmost respect of kachim and therefore it's considered tamay complete. Medris l'kaydash. It's, it's tumas medris. midas ha-kaydash midas ha-truma. The... There's a big difference between kachim and truma. Shebekaydesh matir umenagev umadbil vachakach kaysha. If I have my, let's say my tzitzis, sometimes people, they wash tzitzis, they, they, they tie a knot between something, whatever. Example. It's not a very tight knot. Water could seep through the knot. So there's not a real big problem of chatzitza, but it looks like chatzitza a little bit. So when it comes to kachim, in order for me to be toivel, remember in those days, Bezer Hashem, when it comes to the Besamikdash, we're going to start dunking our clothes in the mikvah, our couches and chairs go in the mikvah. Things go in the mikvah. So you have to untie the knot if you treat this beged like kachim. Matir, umenagev, you have to make sure there's no moisture because moisture puffs it up creates a, a problem of chatzitza. Umat bil, and then, only then, you could go ahead and be toivel. and then tie it back. but if you go, you're treating this garment on a lesser level of truma, kosher, it's not a problem. Tie a knot, matbil, you could tie it, you could be toivel in the mikvah with a knot. So is this a problem of chatzitza or not a problem of chatzitza? If it's a problem of chatzitza, what's the obvious question? It's very similar to what we learned, the first halacha of two glasses. Isn't this also a problem of chatzitza? So what, the, the mission is giving us another example of chatzitza? So we need to see in the Gemara. That's why, according to one shita, perhaps it's one of the same. It's not an added one. If I am creating this, I'm a craftsman, I'm creating this, it takes me a few days, weeks. Azov could touch this all day long, it doesn't become tame. When does it become tame? From the moment that I finish it, at the end, the, the final touches. The Makkabah Patish, the Gemar, whatever you want to call it, however, however long it takes. If I am certain, yes, this sat in my shop and many people came by and they picked it up and they looked at it, oh, this is nice, da da da. But if I am certain that from the last final moment of me finishing, putting the, the final touch on this, no one touched it but myself and I'm tahar. Then, when it comes to truma, it's okay. But when it comes to kachim, it's not okay. You must be toivalet. You don't have this when it comes to truma. You don't have to be toivalet. A kli of kachim, that you treat this with kachim, you must put it in the mikvah regardless of who touched it and who didn't touch it and how certain you are that there's no gdusha and there is gdusha. Hakli, 
Mitzarev So if we take the picture from yesterday, just blew it up a little bit. Here you have a kli with figs. If it's one piece of meat, and I touch the piece of meat, it's a 25 pound piece of meat, what part of it becomes tummy if I touch the piece? The entire thing, it's one. But these are individual pieces of fruit. I don't know if you can see so well, but it says over here, one, two, three. If Avatuma touches this fruit, it becomes a reshine. The reshine in return touches this one right over here, it becomes a shani. The shani touches the third one, it becomes a shlishi. That's because it's all within this one vessel. This is a special halacha, kli, mitzarev That's halacha when it comes to kachim, if I'm treating this fruit on a high, high level of kachim. But if I'm just doing it normally, not normally, even a big chumrah called truma, I'm treating this Ami Yisrael, I don't need truma. But I want to be makbed and treat my fruit like truma. This doesn't work. It won't become tame. Just because something, a dead rat, touched this one right over here, doesn't make the third one tame. I, don't, I can't use this kli to be mitzarefed and... and no, no, no. No, I don't think so. Who said? Hakli mitzarev mashu betoicha lekoidesh avaloi letruma. Check it out over there. I don't think. I don't think so. Lees echot to become tamei, but how do you know what what darg of tumah? He says the sesek echot to make it like one thing. I'm not sure. Okay, well, what? Hmm? Let's see. Which Rashi? Klim Tsar. Let's see Rashi inside. Aklim Tsar is much better. Oichol Chadichos Harbe Bekliyachod. Very good. 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 The kli is mitzarev, but it's tired, we have to do it right. The kli is mitzarev. If it's kachim, then this number two is number one. It's all one. Nor tip, typically by trumo, this one makes a two, the two makes a three, it goes down and down. But the kli, by kachim, is mitzarev to one. Shkoyach. No editing. We edit language in the proper way next time. <laughs> Uh, says the Mishnah, not there. Here we go. Another thing. I should really have this chart out over here because we're going to need it later. Where is it? That's not good. Hmm. I hope I have it. Yeah, okay. This is just a very rudimentary list. This is the Kli B'Tayich Kli, and you see the, the Nat, which is very similar. Those are the only two things. We learned this Kli Mitzarev over here. Now we're holding over here. This is the next list. Revi B'Kodesh Puzzle. Okay. What's the, oh, we'll use this one. Here we go. Haravi Bakoidesh Posel, 
So yesterday we learned that the difference between puzzle and tame. Puzzle means that you cannot eat the food, but it doesn't have the ability to transmit tuma to another object or thing. If a shlishi, so the way it works, let's do this real quickly again. Tuma is very, very simple. It keeps on losing. Every time something touches, it loses its power. And it can only transmit tuma to, to certain things. Avia vaisa tuma, I changed this because yesterday I said this is avatuma, which could be that the sign itself is avatuma because the dead person is touching the sign. So instead I wrote, ani avia vaisa tuma, the dead man with his last strength is holding up the sign, Superman, dead man. He's only on the side that he's avia vaisa tuma. He's the, the worst of the worst tuma that's possible. If he touches, not a sheritz, but a human being, then the, the human being, a live person, becomes an avatuma. Avia vaisa becomes an av. A sheretz is the beginning of avatuma. Nobody touched him. He himself, when he dies, he has the ability to transmit tuma to a kli or a person. If a person touches a dead sheretz or a human being that touched a dead man, in other words, these two touch the avatuma, they become one less, and that's called a rishon. One less than a rishon is a sheni. A sheni makes a shlishi, a shlishi makes a revi, a revi makes a chamishi. So, a human being that was touched by another human being that, that went to Levaya makes a human being that touched a human being that went to Levaya, he's a reshine, he makes a shani. A shani, this food, touches a regular piece of food, nothing happens. But if the food that it touches is a high level of Gdusha, it's truma, then it becomes puzzle, it becomes a shlishi, and you can't eat that apple. But the apple stops. The tum of the apple does not go on any further. It stops. It's not tummy, it's puzzle. You can't eat it. What it could do is touch a carbon. If that shlishi touches a carbon, then the carbon becomes what? One less, le- one madriga less, a revi, and you can't eat the carbon. The carbon becomes puzzle, but not tummy. You can't make a chamishi. The only time that carbon can make something tummy is if it touches paraduma water. That's it. That's the end of the story. So again, Avia makes Avatuma. Avatuma makes a Rishon. A Rishon makes a Shani. A Shani can make a Shlishi, but only in one case. Truma, Kachim. But it can't make Chulin Tame. So says the Mishnah Revib HaKadosh Pasul. When it comes to Kachim, even if a Shlishi touched it, it becomes a Revi and Pasul. Vashlishi Truma. If a Shani touches Truma, it becomes what? We're talking about Tumad Rabbanon here. If he becomes Tommy in the hand, his friend is Tar. One hand becomes Tommy, only one hand. The Tumad does not transfer through the body to the other hand. However, if you want to eat Kachim, you're in the base Amigdash. And you want to eat your Shlamim, or your Kachim, you want to eat a Chatas. You need to wash both of your hands. A hand makes tuma and kachim not in tuma. You have a fruit. We don't have a fruit here today. You have a fruit that was never Remember, I did that thing. I took an apple and I poured water on it. One of the seven liquids makes fruit susceptible to tuma. If the fruit never touched water, never, never had water, 
I'm allowed to eat the fruit with Tomei hands because the fruit is not going to be susceptible to Tumah. The only way it's susceptible to Tumah is it had liquid. It didn't have liquid, so I'm eating it with my dirty hands. With not dirty, halachically dirty hands. Tumah hands. How's it going, Jonathan? You good? You good to go tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Come on, time. <laughs> Come on, time. Tomorrow, Vaisai, it's, it's big. This is, the, this is going to be the third year. Every year, I was on the floor. I don't know about you guys. Jonathan is amazing. I don't know. Who, who knows about the daf? We have to do Purim Torah tomorrow. He's going to make fun of me. It's going to give Valdik. Do not eat kachim with your toma hands. Okay. Oh, we were supposed to get her yesterday. Up to here. Wow. Somebody who lost a loved one. Even though he never went to the Levaya. They called him on the phone. He said, so-and-so's very close relative was Nifter, but he's in another country. He's a Oynen. He cannot eat Kachim unless he goes to the mikvah. He never touched the dead person. No, doesn't. Real quickly, let's learn new Yisaitis or let's hazard all the Yisaitis. There's something called a Tful Yaim. This is just the Babel. I used it back then when we were learning Pesachim or whatever. This is me. Okay, fine. But it, I'm Tznias underneath it, so don't send me any emails. I just put a towel there. Just to, this is a mikvah. If a person needs to go to the mikvah, person is a, a balkari, he goes to the mikvah during the day. He doesn't become tahar until the night. From the time he goes to the mikvah until the nighttime, he's in a category called tvul yayim. He removed some of his tumah, but he doesn't become completely tahar until nighttime. What is he allowed to eat? He's allowed to eat chulin, but he cannot eat truma and kachim. He can't eat truma and kachim. Mechusar Kippurim is different. Mechusar Kippurim means it's already nighttime. But he has to bring a carbon. And you can't bring a carbon until what? The following morning. So all the way until he brings his carbon, let's say he's a Mitzayra, whatever, he has to bring his, his, his birds, the Zav, has to bring his carbonas the following morning. Here's the Chiddush. He could eat truma, but he cannot eat kachim. Now he's allowed a little bit more. He's allowed to eat not only chulin, he can eat truma, he cannot eat kachim. Says the Mishnah, that's the difference between truma and kachim. Truma you could eat even if you didn't. Oh, so time out, I missed one step. He brought his carbon the following morning. But he didn't go to the mikvah after the carbon. So when it comes, comes to mechuzah kippurim, you cannot eat. You can't eat. Um... You can't eat kachim. Says the Gemara. Why is this no good? Case number one, why is it no good? Because this is so heavy and it puts pressure between the bottom of the inner shot glass and the, the outer shot glass. There's, there's pressure there and the water is not going to go. So it's when it's, we're talking about the knot, where's that guy? Here we go. That you have to undo a knot when you're toivel, a beget of kachim. So that's chatzitzah. It can't be the same case. You undo the knot and you dry it down and then you put it in the mikvah. And then you make the knot again. We're just repeating the Mishnah. You let it have a knot. Put it in the mikvah. 
No, that's the answer. It says the Gemara, Reish of Asefa, Mishum Chatzitza, Utsricha. Yes. Terrace number one, this and this are actually the same halacha, the two cups and a beggar that has a knot. The Yashmina Reish are very simple. The ratio, this case, we're talking about pressure, and the water is not going to go between the two glasses. Great. But when it comes to a knot, there's no pressure. It's a very loose knot. Perhaps it shouldn't be a big deal at all. So, Kamash Malon, that it is a big deal. You have to undo or not when it comes to Kachik. And if I'm just talking about the Seifa, which is the Nat, we're turning to that Chaf Aleph Amud Beis, 20 daf into the Mesechta. You know what happens when you put clothing into water? It expands and it becomes tighter. I could say that maybe the inner cup will start floating. Water naturally is going to lift it up and get underneath it. And it's going to be just fine. We just turned to Chavalvam and Beis, sponsored by Moshe Horn, in honor of Chewy Woody and the Kale Twins, and sponsored by Moshe Kinsbursky, in honor of Brian and Talia Edgar. Says the Gemara, Reb Ilo Reb Ilo says, all the way in the beginning of the Gemara, that we're discussing Chatzitza, he goes according to himself. The Mishnah list 11. Now if you're wondering why it looks like this, whatever. It was up here, but I had to take this guy and put it over here, and I didn't have time to move it up. Okay. We have 11 things here. But Rebila says there's only 10. How could he say there's 10 when there's 11 things? Count in the Mishnah, you'll see there's 11. This is Gemara. These right over here apply to somebody that's eating real kachim, a real behema, and somebody that's eating a banana off the tree, which is chulin, and thinks in his mind that it's kachim. These five right over here are only for Real kachim, not mechulin shenas al taras hakodesh, and not for a guy pretending or being machmer in his head. My timer. Chamesh kamei said this little drara the tuma. Drara is a very simple word. It means in Hebrew shaychus. It has a connection. So the first five or six, we'll see. This little drara the midaraisa gazru rabbanon ben lekodesh ben lechulin shenas al taras hakodesh. It's really five because the two reds are one, so it's five. So since it has a connection to the Eiraisa, each and every one of these, you could see it happening. It, uh, we'll see. We'll see in Rashi in a second. So it has a connection to a Eiraisa. These are all cases of Eiraisa. We might be talking about a Eiraisa, but this is Eiraisa. So Mimela, I was geyser on everything. The less you draw the tomb of the Eiraisa, the last five, it's a made-up thing by the Rabbanon. Made up. It's only the Rabbanon. Rabbanon said, we are going to make the Xerah only when it comes to real culture and real carbon. Let's see Rashi real quickly because I want to get to the videos. So Rashi, the Ramaskil, Drorid, the Tumad, the Says Rashi, Rashi's only going to talk about the first five. You have it? Six lines down, Drorid, the Tumad, the Chashash, Tumad, the Kli b'toy kli. 
When you have one clean side, another one, if there's a problem of real chatzitza, so this has a connection to real deraisi because chatzitza is a serious thing. Happens to be now, we're not talking about a deraisi, we're talking about the rabbanon because really the water does go. But because there's another case where it's glued together with cement or whatever it is, that chatzitza is a problem deraisi. So over here also, we, we're mocked even when a person pretends that his banana is kachit. This case, that I touched this right over here and not over here, that's also connected to the Raisa. We're talking about a Tumadura The whole thing that we're saying now, the Rabbanan say that liquids are metamidus kli. We're talking about liquids touching the kli. That's because of a different case, a Dairaisa case of a Zav spitting at a kli, and that's a Dairaisa. So we're in the same category, and therefore we treat it with the utmost. Chumrah, and therefore if a person takes this kli and pretends in his mind that it's kachim, it is also, you have to be makman on it. Kigayin, roika, you may me raglov, his bodily fluids are tummy midaraisa. Vehi metamim kli midaraisa. Umetum midaraisa, in chilu bikli shatev. Shatev, kli shatev means any kind of kli in the world besides a kli cheres. So there's no difference between a regular kli and bein a chorayin l'toychad. Inside out, if a zav spits on this kli, everything becomes tummy, even the bottom part. Next, if a person is holding a shoe of a zav, it's also a, a concern of the rice in a different case. There's a story, the, his sandal, part of his sandal fell into the ear space of the barrel. It's a derais. Big right? When the ear space of a, of a barrel of is a derais. If a woman sits down, and either sits down on kalim or a zav, zava sits down on, on, on clothing, it becomes a deraisa. So now also we're talking about if a person treats his jacket, even though now we're talking about the rabbanon, it's a deraisa. Fine. Next. But the rest of the list, all this, is only mid rabbanon. Klimitzarif is a concept of the rabbanon. Reviva kodesh is a concept. All this is. Yadayim is all the Rabbanon, so it has no connection to the Raisa, so it's only Tommy when it's the real thing, the real carb. Rava Omar, Rava says, look, it's impossible. Since this, which is not, are a problem of Chatzitza, it's not the same thing. And therefore, in the Mishnah, we have 11 cases. So why is it that two, two Kalim, you ready? Gershon, get ready here. For the first video. So let me show you real quickly. This is Shreferis Hanoi, let's say, in our days. It's a battle. The opening of the battle is two fingers. In order for me to have a hechsher and a mikvah, so let's say, here, go to the first video, please. Good morning, Rabbi Isai. It's literally 15 minutes before Shear, but I just realized that I wanted to show you what Shreferis Hanoid is in a real actual mikvah. So I'm thinking we're under construction here, a little dirty. Here's a very, very simple mikvah that I installed. Anybody can install in their house. It's made out of simple metal. It's not a cleat. It's attached to the ground. And this is the actual mikvah. This is where the Rainwater is right in this compartment. 
And what connects the rain water to the regular water is that hole right over there. And it's Kishriferis Hanoi, two fingers go in to the hole and they can rotate. Alright, that's Kishriferis Hanoi. If you go to the mikveh next time, you'll see that in the bar, there's a hole somewhere and that connects the, 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 the bar that you're being toivel in to the hasha, through Hashaka to the next bar. Okay, that's Kishriferis Hanoi. Now, What's the concern? The concern is, Kedisnan, it says in the Mishnah, Iru of Mikvais Kishviferis Hanoi. To mix, to combine rainwater to a regular mikvah, you need a hole the size of two fingers Kishviferis Hanoi. Ka'avya, Ukechalala, like the outside. Where's that picture? Not the two fingers fit in the inside, but two, the, like the hole width from the outside of the bottle. That you could spin your fingers around and it could come out easily. Okay, so now, he says over here, now, this, this is the next video. Show that video, please. Here we are again in Ramak Chemish and Akel Mikvah. I just want to explain to you why Rava says that one kli within another kli is not a good tefillah. And the reason is because you could have this sort of clue right here where you can't fit two fingers in the opening. It's not Kishri Ferris Hanoi. And then a Maritz might come along and take this needle and put it in this clee and think to himself, well, I'm submerging the entire clee in the water. It's completely submerged. It should be a good tefillah. But it's not a good tefillah because it doesn't have Shri Ferris Hanoi. Therefore, they were geyser. Okay. Yeah, show this one also. This is very important. Time out. This is a very important halacha. Based on what we're learning now. Some people take small kalim, they have a bunch of knives, and they put it in a basket, and they put the basket into the mikvah. Is that okay or not okay? It's wide open to the mikvah. It has little holes all over. It's not okay if you don't do it in the right way and go to the videotape. This is what we're talking about here. All right. So we're here at a local mikvah bit Shemesh, a kegelah mikvah, and I want to be toivo this knife. Now I'm worried if I bring this knife and I put it into the mikvah, it's going to drop to the bottom. So I have a beautiful idea. I brought my basket, my laundry basket, and you see it has a lot of holes here. But here's the issue. What do you think? My fingers, two fingers don't fit in here, so I don't have the proper shear of Kishriferis Hanoi. So I'm going to drop this into the mikvah. There you go. It's in there. But well, here's the problem. The reason why I cannot be tied on my knife right now is because the top of this basket is outside of the water. And since I don't have a Kishriferis Hanoi, and if I drop my knife in here, I don't have a proper mikvah. So therefore, if you ever go to the Kela mikvah, you have to make sure that the basket is completely below the water level. If it's below the water level, then I can drop my knife in. Voila! Tvilo. Pull it out. I got wet there. It spilled all over me. Oh, well, nice. Now, I want to show you something else. Very interesting. They already thought about this here in Israel, and they had their own basket. 
Why does this basket work? The holes are very small. Yeah, Was this your first Hanoi? Take a look. Right here in the bottom is a Shweferis Hanoi. Two fingers go in here and I could go all the way around. This allows me to be toivol in this basket even though the top of the basket is above the waterline. Have a wonderful day. Now, what's very important is have a wonderful day, but what's important is that it only works in a basket and not in a bottle. Why is it? The Gemara here says, maybe we'll learn tomorrow, because baskets are always wide on the top, where bottles are narrow on the top. That's tomorrow's sugya. Have a wonderful day.